0: Following is a Breaker and Bane Network production. Hey everybody, welcome back to Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo, and we are here with episode 161. And it's the Bare Necessities. The simple Bare Necessities of Retro Gaming Podcast this week. Because we're talking about the Jungle Book. Um. Yeah, that's right. That's happening this week. Uh it's the Jungle Book. Mowgli and Baloo. That's the only characters I know because I'm not a Hugely familiar with the jungle book although i will say this i watched that new movie that they did and that was pretty damn good i enjoyed it i noticed disney's like ad- or adapting i guess that's the right word all of its classics into live action films the jungle book um, the beauty and the beast cinderella peach dragon i would imagine uh, aladdin and lion king are coming up soon but i really didn't know what to what to think of um of the jungle book i was like what is this going to be like and it was it was really good i enjoyed it i thought it was a good movie so um Hopefully that spreads some new light on some of these Disney classics, and something like The Jungle Book gets to live on. you know. And so I'm, I'm excited to bring to you this game today and see what it's all about. I imagine I'll be playing as Mowgli. I don't know a whole lot about it, so we're going to see. But yeah, The Jungle Book, classic, classic book that was adapted into a film, or a Disney animated film, and now it's a live-action Disney film. So who'd have thought? All in all, in our lifetime, what's odd? What's odd to me though is I saw Aladdin when I was in first grade for a class field trip, no lie. So I'm kind of curious if they make an Aladdin film, what that's going to be like, because I very literally could see that again in theaters, and like I would like to go and see it in the same theater that I saw it in in first grade, because I remember the theater. I even remember the the specific theater, like the the. theater room in the movie theater that i went to so i think that's pretty cool so hopefully that that happens at some point but before i dive into the jungle book i'd like to take a moment to talk to you about this week's sponsor which is FIOToys.com. that's right it's a local tulsa business that sells a bunch of awesome toys and if you want to support that uh, that business they help support this podcast we're helping each other out and uh they have amazing things like Funko Pops, DORBs, Jenga uh, games, even in-house made uh, FIO toy slime. If you're into some slime, me personally, I'm a big fan of the Funko Pops, and I uh, I use them to add to my collection. I purchased like the Green Ranger, I purchased Blanca from Street Fighter, some of the WWE ones like Chris Jericho, the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, Justice League Pops like Batman and the Flash, and even characters from Batman the Animated Series. He owns uh, he has sells all kinds of different pops. And gets new ones all the time. He's got Harry and Mar from Home Alone in. I'm just like, oh, man, I need those right now. Because it's, um, I'm a huge fan of Home Alone. It's, you know, as I record this, I think after, it'll it'll air a few weeks later. But it's right now around the Christmas season. So, man, I think that's really cool stuff. So, I highly recommend checking out uh, FIOtoys.com. Let them know Brian Breaker sent you. And uh, you never know, he does deals all the time, including $40 or more, you get free shipping. It's an amazing deal. You'd be stupid not to take up that kind of a deal. They also have a mystery box of four Funko Pops for $27.99. Also an amazing deal. You could get Superman from from Justice League. You get Kirk Hammett from Metallica. Finn Balor of the WWE and, you know, one of the characters from Five Nights at Freddy. I don't know any of them. I don't know what that shit's about. But you can make that all happen over at FIOtoys.com. So check it out. But right now, it's time to check out Brian Breaker vs. the Super Nintendo, because it's episode 161, it's the Jungle Book, it's the bare necessities of the retro gaming podcast world, and it's about to start, right now. Brian Breaker vs. the Super Nintendo is a Breaker and Bane.com production, and is brought to you by Brian Breaker. Grab the controller, blow the dust out of the cartridge, and join the game. back to Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo and as you already know it's episode 161 as I talk about the Jungle Book and uh Mowgli and Baloo and the whole gang um should be a lot of fun to dive into this one I actually um you know I'm not a super huge fan of the Jungle Book so I thought this will be an interesting one to have on the show of course it came around the time of the 90s when all the when all the big uh Disney Films are coming in. It says here, The Jungle Book is a series of platform video games based on the 1967 Disney animated film The Jungle Book, primarily released in 1994. The game was released by Virgin Interactive Entertainment in 1993 for the Sega Master System. Conversions for the Game Boy, NES, Sega Genesis, Sega Game Gear, Super NES, and PC followed in 1994, and a remake for the Game Boy Advance was released in 2003 to celebrate the film's sequel, The Jungle Book 2. While gameplay is the same on all versions, technological differences between the systems force changes. In some case, drastic and level design, uh, resulting in six fairly different versions of the game. Uh, this article is largely based upon the Genesis version. Uh, the Plot. Uh, the player controls Mowgli, a young boy who has been raised by wolves. Mowgli must leave his home in the jungle and go back to the human village because Sher Khan, a tiger, is now hunting him. Mowgli must fight jungle wildlife and ultimately Shere Khan himself to reach his village. Uh, during the journey, he meets, uh, I believe it's Bagiri, Baloo, King Louie, the hypnotist snake Ka, Ka, as well as the evil Sher Khan. Some of these names, I'm not 100% sure if I'm pronouncing them right. So let me, Bagiri, Bakiri, maybe that's how it's pronounced. I'm not really sure. So people who are familiar with this are gonna be like, "You idiot!" Well, sorry, I don't know. It's been a while since I watched the Jungle Book, and there's actually that new uh, film version, um, like a, you know, like live action. That's kind of the new Disney thing. Like they're remaking all those. I know they did Beauty and the Beast and the Jungle Book, and I think Aladdin is in the works. I think the Lion King is in the works. Those are both be fun ones. I enjoyed both of those. The Lion King will actually probably be on here at some point. I've actually had Aladdin on. Big fan of Aladdin. I saw Aladdin in theaters when I was uh, in first grade. It was a f- school field trip. Fun fact that you didn't give a shit about. Also, uh, one thing I was going to point out, Sher Khan. Um, I always got that confused with Shao Kahn from um, Mortal Kombat. They're actually very similar spelled. so, you know, <laughs> there you go. Uh, the uh, Let's see the gameplay. The player controls a young Mowgli through various side-scrolling levels and a similar uh, mold of Pitfall. Um... Like pitfall the Mayan adventure that was recently on the show interestingly enough Uh, the Mowgli character must shoot or avoid enemies and negotiate platform levels and enemies by running, jumping climbing vines and using the various weapons and power ups available during the game Mowgli starts the game with a uh, banana projectile but may collect invincibility masks, coconuts, double banana shots and boomerang bananas during the game levels are completed by collecting a sufficient number of gems and finding a specific character placed in the level with a boss character being encountered every other level The player scores points by obtaining gems, along with having fruits, and other items that contribute to the player's in-game score. Stages are divided into chapters, which subsequently uh, comprise the plot. Each character, uh, or each chapter, excuse me, opens with a description of the story at that point and the objective of the stage. Some stages are completed by defeating a boss, while others have friendly characters, which the, uh, the player is required to find after collecting sufficient gems... The player has six minutes to complete each level, depending on difficulty. The number of gems the player must collect to to progress is either eight, which is the easy mode, 10, medium, or 12, which is hard, of a total of 15 gems spread throughout the level. Development of the Sega Genesis Mega Drive version started in 1993 at Virgin Games USA and was programmed with programming duties taken by David Perry. But the game, which was intended to be released within that year, along with the Master System version, wasn't finished at the time because of David Perry and most of his team moving away to form Shiny Entertainment. The Genesis version was subsequently finished by Eurocom in 1994, keeping keeping in the game most of the substantial work already done by Virgin Games. The levels were designed and put together using the application of the Universal Map Editor. Uh, the soundtrack features tunes from the Disney cartoon that is based, of, um, that is based on including the Bear Necessities, I Want to Be Like You, the Monkey Song, and uh, Colonel Hathi's March, the Elephant Song. The game's original music was written by Mark Miller, Tommy Tallarico, and Donald Griffin. GamePro gave the Super NES version a mixed review. They remarked that Mowgli's adventures are pretty repetitious, centering around his ability to swing on vines. They also criticized the limited use of Baloo, who they felt to be the film's best character. However, they asserted that the lush graphics and animation make the game worth playing. Electronic Gaming Monthly similarly praised the graphics and animation and were complimentary of the controls and huge levels. They scored it a 7.8 out of 10. The NES version received mostly mixed reviews. GamePro criticized them mandering gameplay, meandering gameplay, excuse me, which plods along at a pace much slower than the rollicking movie, but assessed the animation and variety of moves to be impressive by NES standards. The four reviewers of Electronic Gaming Monthly similarly felt the game contained some of the best animation ever seen on the NES, but criticized the overt precision required in jumping over pits. They gave the game a 6.75 out of 10. Uh, so there you have it. Some some information about what the Jungle Book is about. I mean, you know, sounds like it's a pretty good game for for what it is. I mean, I think a lot of the Disney games were actually pretty decent. I remember um, for I, I may have told the story already, but at Christmas one year, um, I have two cousins, two female cousins, and um, Sega games were hugely popular. And their family got a Sega. Well, as per usual, not girls aren't. Some girls are into games, but. Most of the time, girls aren't as into games as boys are, especially the Sega Genesis, which I think was more targeted to the male demographic. Um, But because of that, they got a Sega Genesis, so they thought, oh, we'll get them games. So they got one of my cousins, I believe they got her um, The Lion King, maybe? It may have been been like a different, more girly-based game, but one of them got Beauty and the Beast. And the Beauty and the Beast game for the Sega at the time was, like, the Beast destroying people and, like, beating up wolves. And she, like, hated it. And I thought that was amazing because so I was like, that actually sounds like a fun game. Like, you're the Beast and you're demolishing the wolves, which is, like, my favorite scene of the animated film. Um, which I haven't seen the new release of it, the new, like the new remake. I hear good things. But uh, I kind of want to see that scene because I think that would be pretty well done. But, yeah, that's a... Uh, that has nothing to do with anything, so <laughs> I will go ahead and wrap up this segment here on Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo. I'm going to take a quick break. I'm going to get the Jungle Book fired up on the Retro Refurb. That's right. I'm always going to be talking about the Retro Refurb. You better freaking believe it because that thing is amazing, and uh, I'm going to get the Jungle Book fired up and see what it's all about, see if I agree with these reviews that it's getting, and... Um, and You will know all about it. So anyway, I'm going to take a little break here, get the Retro Refurb fired up, maybe have a little snack, a little snackaroo, maybe a piece of chicken, maybe some green beans because I'm trying to eat healthier. I don't know. I'm going to figure all that out. But uh, I'll be back here in just a few minutes. So don't go anywhere because Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo is not over yet. In fact, it is just getting started. See you guys in a minute. Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo will be back in just a moment. And now. Retro Commercials, brought to you by Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo. So, Bane, tell me, are you liking these uh, Brock Lesnar Here Comes the Pain cakes? Yeah, I am, um, and and you were right, they are going like down really difficultly. Yes, um, very, very much so. And they're also really dry. A know? little bit, a little bit. I tried, you know, I tried to, I, I always like butter on my waffles. People and, like butter. And uh, it's still, it's just dry. It's dry, almost like it needs something maybe sweet on there. Yeah. What would you possibly put on pancakes that can make uh, them a little bit sweeter? I've tried honey before. Yeah, that doesn't do it. That's not good. What you need is Brock Lesnar's Suplex City Syrup. Whoa, mind blown. Yes, if you don't use it, he'll call you a bitch and suplex you all over the place. Damn, I better use it. Absolutely, and it goes great with Brock Lesnar's Here Comes the Pain Cakes. It's not part of a balanced breakfast, but still get it anyway. I'm going to get it. For yeah. sure. <laughs> and you can find it at www. Brock Here Comes the Pain forward slash breaker in vain, and you'll save... if you buy both items. Whoa. Do it now. I'm doing it. Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo is bad. Round two. All right, everybody, and welcome back to Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo. Of course, this is episode 161. And it is the Jungle Book. So I've got the retro refurb fired up. I was actually playing some uh, WWF Super WrestleMania a little bit earlier. If you guys have been listening to the show since day one, then you will know that was actually the third episode ever. Um, I just couldn't wait to get into the WWF games. And so far, you know, I've played Royal Rumble, Super WrestleMania, um, Raw, WWF Raw, and WrestleMania, the arcade game. They're all, they all three have been played. And that's kind of like, oh, man. I'm done with them. That's the exact reason I spaced them out as much as I did because I didn't want to go through them all so quickly, and I did exactly that. But, you know, it is what it is. So, now I'm going to go through and look for the Jungle Book because that is what we were playing here today on Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo. So many games on here. Just, you know, cannon fodder. Never played that. Captain Commando. Uh, Dimitri Alexandrov. when we played... uh, uh, what, Contra 3, The Alien Wars, a few weeks ago, he said that this is a really fun game. And Captain Commando was supposed to be like the the trademark character for Street Fighter. just didn't really happen. So he, he knew a lot about random stuff. Uh, Chester Cheetah, Too Cool to Fool, and Wild Wild Quest. Two games featuring the mascot of Cheetos, which I think is hilarious. Both have been on the show before. A uh, Daffy Duck game. That, uh, that'll have to be on the show at some point. Oh, man. So much good stuff here. Let's see. It does take a while to kind of scroll through this. I probably should have had this set before I started recording, but I didn't, because that's what I do. And I got all the way through the to the J's. No, it was not there. Some of the stuff is labeled Disney's Jungle Book or Disney's whatever. And I'm actually not seeing it on. I wonder if it's on here. Oh, I wonder if it's under the. For The Jungle Book. If it's not on here, then I guess I'll just scrap this whole episode. So, yeah, I'll have to start from scratch because I'm the idiot that didn't look. I would imagine it would be, though. It's probably just labeled uh, The Jungle Book. You know, most things, when you when you call it, like, The something, you know, The Terminator, it, they kind of go by The Terminator, not, you know, whatever. This this thing doesn't really do that. It's, just, it's very by the book. There it is. The Jungle Book in the T's. Right next to *The Jetsons: Invasion of the Pirate uh, Planet*, *Pirates* and *The King of Dragons*. Uh, *The King of Dragons* is also a Capcom game it looks pretty fun, so it might be a game I have to check out. *Jungle Book*, let's see how it goes. All right, so getting started here. Kind of the sixteen-bit *Jungle Book*. Disney software Many strange legends are told of these jungles of India But none so strange as the story Of a small boy named Mowgli It all began when the silence of the jungle Was broken by an unfamiliar sound It was the sound Like Bagheera the panther Had never heard before in this part of the jungle It was a man-cub Raised by a family of wolves, no man cub was ever happier, and yet Bagheera knew that someday Mowgli would have to go back to his own kind. Shere Khan the tiger had returned to the jungle and would surely uh, come for the boy. Had Bagheera known how dangerous... Sorry about the interruption there. So let me tell you exactly what happened. This is the first time ever for Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo. I'm reading the text. Got a knock on my door. Like, who is at my door right now? It was the mailman delivering me a package. So appreciate the uh, United States Postal Workers working on a Saturday, but you scared the hell out of me while I'm trying to record a podcast. Options. Let's go normal, I guess. Start game. Let's do this. Chapter one: The beginning. So I'm young Mowgli here. He can jump and he can throw stuff. He's throwing bananas is what he's throwing. Haven't really gotten hit by anything, and I just died. All right. Well, one thing we do know: jungle book's not easy. Aha. Okay. vines I can climb up on okay there we go it's making a little bit more sense now oh man this is not an easy game man I died again wow this is not easy at all all right it's fine It's all about figuring stuff out. I mean, this is just not an easy game, and so I'm not, it's not that I'm trying to be quiet or anything, I'm just trying to figure out what the hell I'm doing, and that's, and that's, that's the tough part about these games sometimes, you don't really know what the hell it is you're trying to do. Okay, there's these blocks that I can move, and use those to jump off to grab vines, and to climb up the vines, to which I can get... I can use these vines. I can climb these vines to kind of get like, you know, um, gems and extra lives and stuff. And it's just, yeah, it's just not easy. Not an easy game. Okay, I'm starting to figure things out. Swinging on vines. There we go. That's not what I wanted to do at all. See if we can't make this happen. I, I when I started playing I noticed you, you, you start with seven lives and I was like wow that seems like a lot for a, for a game, especially a nineties game. You don't see that too often, usually it's like three lives is pretty standard. I was like, seven? That seems like a lot. I think it's because it's so freaking difficult. That's why. It's like not an easy game. Like I said, for their target audience being small children, I would I would imagine that this is way harder than it should be. Grab that vine. Damn it. Damnation. All right. Let's try it again. Okay. Up. And grab the vine. There we go. Jump grab that one. And I missed that chip. Okay. All right. Plan B. I'm just going to try something else here. Snake was shooting crap at me. About to die. Oh, another snake. Oh, got him. And I'm dead again. Well, pretty usual. Not the easiest game in the world. (laughs) Definitely an interesting game, though. I mean, it's not a terrible game. By, by no stretch of the imagination is this bad, it's just very difficult. Okay, pushing that over. Okay, okay, all right. I I got to a checkpoint. I thought I was oh I was at the other level. No, I'm not, I'm not at a checkpoint. But hey, I'll take an F at checkpoint, you know. That's fine. Like that's at least something. Okay. Let's see if we can find the next okay, another vine. I'm about to die. And I, you know, I threw a banana at that monkey, but he got me anyway. Damn it. I was hoping. Kind of ending very familiarly, isn't it? got a life left? How will it go <coughs> mm, not looking good. <coughs> And I'm dead. I think that's the end of it. Unless I have one left. Oh, yeah, that's okay. Now I have zero lives. And I'm dead. That's it officially, I think. So the Jungle Book, not the greatest, uh, but, you know, that's kind of what you what you uh, deal with here on Brian Breaker versus the Super Nintendo. Not every game is exactly like you're expecting it to be, and uh, the Jungle Book, no different. Uh, but thank you guys for joining me here on episode number 161. Next week will be 162. Latrell Upton will be returning to the podcast once again. He was on a few weeks ago for uh, Mega Man 7. He'll be returning next week. Should be a fun time talking to him again. And, uh, Before I go, make sure you check out the other podcasts that me and Bane do. Of course, Breaker and Bane's Power Hour is our flagship podcast. Last week, from Nick Arcade, Phil Moore, the host of Nick Arcade from the 90s, is our special guest. I had a blast talking to Phil, and it was really cool to get him uh, to be a part of our show. So uh, check that out for sure. This coming week, uh, WLW ring announcer Dan Geyer will be once again returning to the show. It's always fun talking to Dan. He's got a lot to say, as he always does, and it's going to be a lot of fun to uh, to hear that one for sure. It's always good to have Dan Geyer on. A lot of great interviews coming up on that show, so uh, make sure to, to uh, subscribe to Breaker and Bane's Power Hour if you are not. And of course, check out the Breaker and Bane Network. Every Monday, a new episode either a new episode of the podcast Night Wars or Pop Culture Pandemonium. Every Monday, go check it out. And check out uh, FIOToys.com. They have a special going through the month of January that may be over uh, if, as this drops. I don't exactly know. But uh, if not, you know he's got deals going all the time, so check that out. Tons of pop vinyls, including Metallica, WWE, Justice League, The Smurfs, Batman the Animated Series, and so many more. Check them out now. It's great, great stuff. And uh, that's pretty much it. I think I'm going to leave it Leave it right now. Uh, Thank you guys for listening to Brian Breaker vs. the Super Nintendo, your absolute favorite retro gaming podcast. I'm Brian Breaker, and thank you for once again joining me on this fantastic 16-bit journey through the world that is retro gaming. I'm Brian Breaker, and I'll see you guys in seven days.